Welcome to the Student Stories Unleashed podcast, where I, Arian, interview a variety of students in high school in the DFW area. This podcast will go into a deep dive of the people being interviewed, which will provide a platform for voices and express their personal opinions. Last episode, we talked to Ryan about being a student athlete and what it takes to have a balanced life between the best of both worlds. On today's episode, we have Rishi, a former Plano West alumni and a friend of mine who I played basketball with during COVID. Rishi, now I want to give you the time to introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Rishi. I'm a rising junior at UT, majoring in Canfield Business Honors and Finance. And yeah, um, I was Plano West. I did varsity swimming there all four years, involved in a lot of stuff, and I'm happy to be here. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know one of the biggest accomplishments during your high school life was Cash Club. Yeah. So what is Cash Club exactly? Yeah, so that's actually a very interesting story. It kind of started at sophomore year um, at Shepton, so the other school uh, and the two that feed into Plano West. But basically, at that time, uh, me and my friends, we used to just play this game called Best Brokers. It was basically like a stock market like trading game. And like it gave you a bunch of fake money and you could just invest in whatever you wanted. And we would kind of play it like fantasy football a little bit, like who can get the most returns. And the app made it really cool. Like it had all sorts of like features, like you can send stuff and it made it fun. And it, it sort of made me realize that a lot of people were interested in investing, even at like that young age. And, you know, uh, me and another friend of mine, we decided to start uh, a club at our high school called Cash Club. It was like sort of like a fun mm-hmm. name to start out with. And it took on a meaning later on, but basically I created like a deck that covered super basic stuff. Like what's a stock? How do you buy a stock? How do you invest? The importance of all that. And, and also I made the promise that there'd be free cookies at the first meeting, <laughs> which that I think was a big yeah. one. And like 50 or something people came mm-hmm. and it was like a huge, huge, huge turnout, way more than I expected. And I realized, you know, this is something that I can kind of run with. And I created like a deck for the rest of the school year. And that was the first year. Then over the summer, I had friends at like other high schools that would kind of, that I knew and they were, they were also interested in doing the same thing. And they would come to me and they'd be like, you know, I want to start a cash club in my school. And I mm-hmm. was like, sure, go ahead. And that turned out to be like six or seven schools, like a Plano East, Capel High School, and I just basically sent them the like slides that I had prepared. And I was like, you know, just present this throughout the school year, do like mm-hmm. a stock market challenge, and then like go from there. And then that turned into like managing like seven or eight schools of like people right. doing the same thing at all the different places. And from there, you know, I took it to made a website, made an Instagram, sort of went with the whole like uh, marketing online thing. And that's... Mm-hmm made a web application uh, people could buy, apply online. That's when applications started coming in from like all over, like Northeast, like really? West Coast. And it just kind of spread a lot because there, there were a lot of really, really smart high school kids that wanted something to start mm-hmm. and put on their resume to be right. pretty, mm-hmm. pretty open. But yeah, so they would reach out and – that's when I realized that with this whole network, there's a real opportunity to do something like really, really impactful. And that's when I transitioned the curriculum more towards like financial education and not just like stocks. 
And then, you know, from there, been just expanding to schools, trying to expand to like specifically Title IX, like underprivileged schools. Mm-hmm. And I kind of came up with a framework because uh, in those schools, like typically it's harder to find students that are self-driven to start the club. So right. from mm-hmm. there, it would be like reaching out to teachers and then they would find a student that would sponsor it. So it was really rewarding experience. It kind of kind of came out of nowhere and like yeah. had a big snowball effect. And, you know, I ran that. And then now I um, elected like a new set of executives to run like the day-to-day operations and mm-hmm. like, right now and then me and my team we kind of run like the vision of the organization and like where to move forward so the new name now what it goes by is uh cash club corp which is Mm -hmm. cash stands for a community of aspiring shareholders and the mission is to promote financial education to like schools all over Mm -hmm. and i actually applied for and got the 501c3 the much coveted nonprofit. yeah that's great Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like, I know that was a little bit long-winded, but that's what Cash Club is. And then I did a little bit of digging on my own. And I saw yeah. Mr. Binsley was actually your all sponsor. Yes. I remember he was my calc teacher sophomore yes. year. And I would say he definitely made the like learning process a lot more easier. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Binsley was great. I think he kind of saw the what we were trying to do and let us like run it pretty much autonomously. He would give us feedback about how things ran. He was open about giving us his like classrooms, like run meetings. And he was overall like a a great influence because I think that he sort of, he set us more on like the education path than like the typical like corporate path. And I think that that was really, really pivotal for us. Um, because I think he had a background in like right. uh, mm-hmm. markets and finance and he pivoted to education. And mm-hmm. I think he really made me realize the importance of that and how it could make a real impact. And Mr. Benzie was great. Definitely. Yeah, he was a Long great teacher. Yeah. He's, he wasn't my math teacher specifically, but mm-hmm. I definitely had a lot of friends that had him and I spent like a lot of time with him. Uh, I would say his knowledge is like, so vast like yeah we'd like some days we wouldn't even learn calc we'd just sit there and talk about like whatever was on his mind yeah he just had so much knowledge to share yeah he's one of those teachers that i think you can really you can really ask him about anything and mm-hmm. yeah. he has an opinion on it and definitely like more than willing to share so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah great guy early on and then you said as well you did varsity swimming i think all yeah. four years correct in yeah. high school exactly so, yeah what started like swimming for you? Like what made you want to go into it? Yeah. So for me swimming, um, I was a swimmer. I've been swimming for a really long time. Like since I was probably around seven years old. So, um, if you take like my, I've been swimming since like seven to like 17, so 10 years plus of solid swimming. And so it started out like that, you know, like when you're a younger kid, you like try out all the different sports mm, and yeah. what you like, and then you're good at one of them and then you just kind of go for it. So for me growing up, I was uh, enrolled in swimming. I did like swim classes and then I also was into basketball. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of doing both, you know, balancing that. And then I would do club swimming, which is basically essentially like a club in the DFW area. The one that right. I went to was Lakeside Aquatic. And those are like, they're like serious. They're like, to practice like practice every day uh for like two hours and then like 
you know, if you do that consistently, like you can become like a like state or national level swimmer. Obviously, given that you're yeah. a talent. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I ended up being pretty good at swimming, and so that's why mm-hmm. I stuck. Uh, obviously, I, I I've always had more fun playing basketball, but I was better yeah. at swimming. So yeah, I did that, and then uh, going into high school, I had already been like doing really really aggressive like club swimming. So mm-hmm. I would be practicing. Throughout middle school, I uh, would practice um, two to two and a half hours every day, like five to six days a week. Um, practice times would be like 5 p.m. to like 7 p.m. or 5 p.m. to 8.30. And then sometimes like practice would be like 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on like Saturday. So Whoa. a lot of practice, even just going in. And so I, I knew, I'd, I pretty much knew I would be like swimming in high school. Right. And so that, I really had a strong foundation. And then I got into the varsity team freshman year. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was interesting. I was like one of maybe two freshmen that joined the team at that time. The rest were pretty much your typical like juniors and seniors. So it was definitely like, even though I, I was like fast and like pretty much fast, uh, or even faster than a lot of the pe- people on the team, I was mm-hmm. still like, entering high school. So right. it was an inter- interesting, interesting kind of experience. And over the years that I did varsity swimming, I, um, I, I thought that I definitely was able to sort of take more of a leadership role re- later on, whereas mm-hmm. earlier on, I was just kind of getting to know everybody. And so, yeah, during high school, I was really invested in that. I couldn't, I couldn't do club and like high school swimming at the same time. Cause that would be like two practices a day. Right. Long like, hours. Exactly. Sometimes even three. And I, I actually mm-hmm. did that for a couple months. And I remember one week was like absolutely absurd because I had club practice from like 5am to 6.30am and then high school practice from 7am to like 8.30am, then a whole day of school. And wow. then again from 5 p.m. to like 8 p.m. And I just was like, I can't do all that. So then right. I decided to do just just high school swimming during the school year. And then over the summer, mm-hmm. do club again just to make sure that I'm like, yeah. at, you know, getting faster. But, you know, swimming was great. But I think that at least for me and my journey, I always knew that um, at least for swimming, the kind of colleges that I wanted to go to, like the ones that I would get into for swimming may not mm-hmm. have match up with the ones that I wanted to go to right. like, academically. So that was an interesting kind of like decision that I made sort of around my sophomore year mm-hmm. where like a lot of my friends that were doing club and like swimming, they were like sort of banking on getting like an athletic scholarship to go to college. And then I always knew like all the scholarships that I would probably get would be like from my like academics mainly and with like mm-hmm. swimming as a part of it. So I think the biggest things that I've gotten out of it are like, you know, doing a routine, being disciplined, and you mm-hmm. probably hear this a lot. But, um, exactly, like working hard towards a goal, all sorts of stuff like that. But, yeah, and I would say the biggest thing with playing high school sports is obviously finding that time. I would say yeah. junior year, I found that the hard way when I would yeah. come home at like six thirty, seven ish every day, compared to like yeah. my friends who were coming home at like four thirty. So there's that loss, like three hours almost. Mm -hmm. But I would say the biggest thing I would, I've heard is that like you either have sports, school, social life, and sleep are the four biggest things in high school. So I'd say like out of the two, like you're allowed to have two 
maybe a third if you're able to prioritize all that time right. So are yeah. there any like ways that you balance out your ability to do all four, or maybe just choose three? Yeah, I think that, um, sorry, just to clarify, it was like school, sleep, sports. Social life and sports, sports yeah. Yeah, so I think that um, for me, I feel like I definitely, as far as like me compartmentalizing my time and like actively deciding what I wanted to do, I definitely prioritized everything except sleep. Mm -hmm. And I think that the sleep definitely took a hit, but I was forced to like wake up early just as a result of swim swimming practice. So um, not saying that made me sleep early at all, but like some days I just could not like work. But I guess as far as like the other three, I think it just meant being like really smart about like how I spent time. Like I think one thing that I realized really early on specifically between sports and swimming is that like, there's like a, a small like uh, there was a small time in between when my practice would end and when school would start. Mm -hmm. And I figured out that if I could really, really focus, like I could pretty much get like, like homework done in that, that like one hour like window. So like before when I'd probably be like, you know, sitting at my desk at home at like 6 PM, like watching TikTok every like 15 minutes and like getting the homework done in two hours. If I just like, decided to push it on to the next day and I like really zoned in for an hour, I could like finish a bunch of homework in that time. So I think between like school and sports, it was like that, like just finding those windows in between the two to like really maximize the amount of work that I can get done. Mm -hmm. And then, so I'd say, yeah, I split up, split it up, school it up into like studying and then like work. And I think like all the studying I would do mm -hmm. like the before, like in the evening, but all like work, like, you know, your worksheets. Yeah, like, the tedious like, work. All mm -hmm. the tedious work, which takes time. Like, it definitely right. is like, small yeah. I would just try to, like, I'd, like, use the 80-20 rule. I don't, I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I just used that in, like, the hour that I had before school started. And then, like, you know, if it didn't work, it didn't work. Like, <laughs> I just didn't think about it too much. And then, like, definitely the evenings and stuff. Um, I would also, I think a lot of times the social aspect i think the weekends were big like right. mm -hmm. definitely like because the weekends were the time i didn't have swim practice so that would be like my time to like really like you know hang out with my friends and things like mm -hmm. that and then also i think just the nature of how plano west is so academic a lot of the times like a lot of the like my best memories with my friends are like us like studying but like studying which is like <laughs> the entire time you know like, yeah like before the final exam, like just go to like Starbucks, like, and we're like studying for five hours, mm -hmm. but like hanging out, you know? So I think that, yeah, definitely just got to be smart about your time. And then, yeah, so definitely I was able to do three, but sleep mm -hmm. definitely, which I, know. I can't then, say in college. <laughs> speaking on like academics with Plano West and the exams, Recently, I don't want to go get too into it because yeah. I don't know what would happen if I go too much in, in depth. But yeah. let's just say like one of the tests had to get canceled because of how like readily the information was to the students. Yeah. This like exam got, let's just say leaked. Yeah. And they had to cancel the entire exam. Yeah. But it just shows like how, I guess... The ways that people go just to like maintain the grades and at West, which yeah. is 
known for being academic, academically competitive. It's crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. the crazy stuff I've heard about, I mean, you've probably heard similar stuff, but in my years, um, there were some crazy things that happened. Like we'd be at Shepton and like the district exam was made by like the school district. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so it would be like the week before the exam or something. And everybody like, all my friends are like studying really hard. And then randomly, like my, like one of my friends would be like, Oh, like all the Jasper kids, like one of them, like found the text. And they all know it. <laughs> we should be sitting here. Like, we don't know what it is. They're going to make it extra hard. I think like that happened every year. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We'd be talking about the test and then, a week before they'd be like, Oh, it got leaked. And then they'd be like, they're going to make it way harder than last year. But like, they always do that. And I think in a lot of my classes, it would happen. I think the best, best way I've seen the teachers deal with it, which like I was, I was personally like shook when it happened. Like, you know, normally, like, like you said, it gets leaked and then they cancel the test. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But for us, we had one test. Um, uh, it was like a history or something like that. It's always like the dumb classes that people are always <laughs> but Yeah, so history and you know how it is. Like the first four periods of the day, the yeah. tape, mm-hmm. they don't know it at all. And then like five through seven, they all know it and get like right. So anyway, the history teachers, they saw this and it happened. And they didn't tell anybody the day of. And then the next day, we all came to class just expecting like a regular class day, you know. And mm-hmm. then they, out of nowhere, they were like, we're taking it again, and this time they like pulled questions from like random places, and like it was a million times harder. And it was everybody was like shocked because everybody thought it would be a, like a regular class day. Mm-hmm. It took us by surprise, it made us take a brand new like seventy question test, and everybody was shook. And they took that as the grade, and that I think that made everybody like sort of step back because um, yeah. they were like pretty brutal about that. So. Definitely, definitely something that Wes does that I don't know I could say mm-hmm. is the most positive thing. Yeah, and then like I wanted to ask, was Amstud a class when you were at West? Yeah, Amstud was actually the class of the Dude, thing. Happened. That was I think the like most effort I've ever had to put into a class in my yeah. entire life. <laughs> I know. Like, that was the definition of tedious work for me. Yeah. And I like I, if, uh, I just think that a lot of it was, like you said, just so tedious and for mm-hmm. no reason. Yeah. Definitely Amstel was up there. It's like, do you have to read a bunch of books and stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the annotations. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, no. And I would so- say it definitely made me write a whole lot better. True. That's the one big upside I'll take from that class. Yeah. And I think that people always ask me, like, what did you learn from high school that, like, you can use in college? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily can say that like the things that I learned were super helpful, especially being like a business major myself. But I think just like being able to write a lot, like really quickly is something that not a lot of people can do, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. The the classes at Plano West, they were annoying when we were doing them, but Mm -hmm. definitely like you can see how, like how it helps. Right. Yeah. And so I wanted to throw in a little fun segment right here. So it's, Top five, but you're not going to know the order in which they come yeah. in. Yeah, sure. So do you want to do summer activities or desserts first? Mm, let's go summer activities. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be like you and your friends. You yeah. have like one activity to choose for like, I guess, the day. Yeah. So your first one is kayaking. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would you say have to put like, that. Yeah. One through five. Oh, one through five. Mm-hmm. Kayaking's got to be up there. I think, like, definitely enjoy, especially in Austin. Like, I saw a huge turtle the other day. Mm. So, definitely great ways. So I'd put kayaking. Maybe I'll put it at two. Two. Just to see what else is that? <laughs> see what All else right. Is. Then we have basketball. Ooh, basketball. You know, basketball is up there because that definitely was like defining. You you remember? We yeah. Played I know the yeah. summer heat does get to you sometimes, sure. but summer heat is bad. But yeah. sometimes you just got to power through for mm-hmm. basketball. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put basketball at one. You know, I mm-hmm. met like a lot of my friends and I like definitely best some of the best memories. <laughs> yeah. And then weightlifting, it's not I guess a whole day activity. It's yeah. more like a little hour, two hour type thing, but if you get it in, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. At least I've been doing it for a while. So for me it's like it's a little bit less fun now. Mm-hmm. It's still fun, but I'm sure the other options, so I'll put it at five. <laughs> See what yeah. <laughs> and then we have swimming. Mm, swimming. So swimming like that i'm used to like practice that's got to be like like in negative (laughs) not even consider that but like swimming in the lake swimming in the pool i put that at i put that at three and then lastly is hiking oh i love hiking i uh hiking is awesome in austin but i had like a really bad experience recently really yeah i went on this like two hour hike which Mm -hmm. was really beautiful like the trees that covered the um yeah i um there was like me and my girlfriend had gone on, on a hike and um it was like a really nice trail that was like shaded mm-hmm. and then we went and uh, it was two hours and then on the way back we decided like the sun was setting but we were like oh we can make it back like it'll be fine like it'll, we can make it through and then like halfway through it was like pitch dark like we couldn't see really? anything <laughs> both of us were like stumbling and like falling and it was so bad that like, we thought we'd be hunted by like some animal <laughs> and we got out and like we were like we deserve like a, a fancy meal so like, we <laughs> went out and like just celebrated life so love hiking but a little bit scarred recently mm-hmm. i'm guessing the college life has been like way better than the high school life for you oh, yeah. i'd say mm-hmm. oh it's way better i think that um i've met like the people that i've like well, at least for me, like the people that I met in college are like a lot, like a lot more. I think I can like experience a lot more with them and like just mm-hmm. have like much better time with. Not that I didn't like my high school friends, but it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I met like really special people. And I think like I know it's generic, but people always say that like it's the people. But yeah. it really is, I think mm-hmm. so. it's been it's been a lot better. So I wanted to ask, are you in like a frat or are you living by yourself like with a roommate or yeah so living situation i'm I'm in a business frat which is like a frat Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's like mainly for business kids and uh it's it's called uh alpha kappa psi i don't know if you've heard of it but it goes by goes by ak psi and yeah uh, i joined that my freshman spring and uh it's been fun definitely Mm -hmm. like opening some parts i love some parts not so much um and yeah uh i like it but then as far as living wise i'm uh, i'm living with four roommates three roommates right now uh on campus and then next year um i'm probably going to live with my girlfriend at uh 
a big high rise called Rise. It's Got you. a funny name, but yeah, it's going to be fun. I know. What is like the nightlife in Austin, I guess, because I know Dallas is like, there's stuff to do, but I would say, I would say Austin and Dallas are very different in their own ways. Yeah. So I think Austin is very much like a college city. I think mm-hmm. Dallas, like we have UTD and SMU, but right. I think the nightlife there's more like corporate, like older people. Mm-hmm. We have some here too, but in Austin, there's like Dirty Sixth Street. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like all the bars and stuff. And that's where all the college kids go, like pretty much every weekend. And uh, it's it's fun. Definitely as freshmen, like it's so fun. Mm-hmm. You go and then look with your friends and it'll be like a great time and all that. And then um, as you get older, then you go to like the nicer bars because you don't want to see like the freshmen and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like a cool thing. So that's like 6th Street, which is really fun. And then there's obviously a lot of parties on campus that happen. Right. So starting Thursday, it's pretty much like like everything's happening. So that's like sort of like nightlife. But then outside of that, I think Austin has like great restaurants mm-hmm. to, and then great live music. Like anywhere you go, like there'll probably be some kind of live music thing. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. Right? So I think it's a perfect college city because downtown, like you can just walk around downtown. It's only like a, like a short bus ride away. So mm-hmm. like five minutes. So it's definitely like I think it's a great college city compared to Dallas. I think Dallas is a lot less busy in the in the nighttime, in the evening. It's still fun, but it's just it's just a little different. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'd say, or one ask, like, what's your best memory so far at UT? Best memory so far at UT. Wow, that's a great question. Uh, I have a lot, but I think for me, if I think about memory as a whole, like I think the AK Psy like pledging so mm-hmm. that's definitely like something that I'll remember forever. Like yeah. all the good and all the bad because mm-hmm. definitely there's a lot of like pledging and all that stuff. Yeah. Which bad memories. But then like um I met my girlfriend there and like it was a actually actually a really funny story. But uh basically in pledging you're not allowed mm-hmm. to have like an interaction within your pledge class. So like Okay. And like get together with the person that's your pledge. So me and my girlfriend were pledges at the time. Uh-huh. And obviously we had started dating, but then we like didn't tell anybody because it's like a secret. Right. And the whole thing about pledging is that they get mad at you for like for doing the bad things and like mm-hmm. say that you're dropped. And so like for a good like two or three weeks we were like pretending that we weren't together and then people would like be curious or suspicious. And then at the end, everybody actually found out, and we were like, <laughs> from the crowd. We were like, you guys are not in it anymore. Like, yelled at us for so long. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so obviously, we got really close through pledging. And then I made a lot of my best friends through pledging. And definitely a memorable experience. So I'd say that's on the whole, it's probably my favorite memory. Mm-hmm. And then I know probably freshman year you lived on on campus right yeah i did I so did. what was the transition like with from you living by yourself and then from you living with your parents yeah that's a good question i think that um so i was on campus with another plano west alum really benson he's mm-hmm. uh he's my friend in high school we got a lot closer because we were roommates mm-hmm. and we lived in a dorm called blanton on campus and um it was fun i think there were definitely downsides like we didn't have a 
we had, there was like a community bathroom. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I had to share a space, mm-hmm. but I never had any problems with Benson. He may not he might he may not say the same about me. But <laughs> I don't have any with him. And it was really fun. Uh, the transition from my parents to that, I think, was it was it, it was really easy. I think that uh, I was still on the meal plan, so like food wasn't an issue at all. Right. Mm-hmm. But in general, like even before I left to college, I like made it a thing to like I enjoyed cooking, so like I cooked a lot. Like I like cooking. But living by myself was like uh, at the beginning was it was like a pretty easy transition. Met a lot of friends. Like it was mm-hmm. like really easy to start out. I think because UT's so big, like you don't have trouble finding people like just to like, spend time with. Right. And they're also so like nice in general. I think that nobody's mm-hmm. really cold or um, or anything like that. So uh, that was that was super smooth. And then from the roommates and the um, the dorm to an apartment. That one, it was uh, it was a little bit more challenging in the sense that like there's just more things to think about. Like you got to think about food, you got to think about cleaning, got to think about all that. And so I guess at the beginning it was just more on my plate. Right. And, and um, but then after like the first month, like it was definitely just like definitely got the ball rolling and like had a whole routine planned and. It's been great and kind of keep it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to the top five, we have yeah. desserts. Uh-huh. So first we'll go with brownies. I love brownies. Oof. I'll put brownies at three. Just see three. What else. Yeah. And then we have ice cream. Mm, ice cream in this heat. Uh, that mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably, probably two. Two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, are, well, I wanted to ask, are you a warm type of person, like a warm dessert type of person or a cold like dessert type Ooh, of person? That's a good question. I think I think I'm honestly more of a cold dessert kind of, kind of person. I do in, like I do enjoy hot desserts, but I think maybe it's the Texas heat or something. But yeah. mm-hmm. ice cream, popsicles, been enjoying those a lot recently. And speaking of popsicles, popsicles are next. Okay, popsicles... <laughs> Ooh, it depends on the kind. Like, I really need that, like, Walmart, like, kind that's, like, mm. <laughs> I don't know, it comes in, like, the mesh bag. But I'd put that at, right now I'm on a popsicle wave, so i put that at one. <laughs> Got you. And then we have yeah. cake. Cake? Uh, what do I have left? Four and five? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll put, put cake at four. I love cake. Four. <laughs> and then cookies at five. <laughs> Cookies at five. Mm, should have seen that coming, but <laughs> yeah, I, I know these. crumble cookies have been really big recently, crumble especially in Plano. I just think I recently found out that the calorie uh, calories for those, and it's just oh absurd. yeah, this is absurd, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, yeah, I was like, oh, five hundred calories for a cookie is not so bad, and then then I saw it was like per quarter, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, and then. I wanted to talk about, especially prepping for this interview, I asked for your resume. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that blew me, like, out of, like, I was, like, completely, like, shocked about, like, all I'm the sure. different awards you had, stuff yeah. like that. So props to you, first of all, for that. Yeah, yeah. I would say, what, like, how did you find out about these awards? Were your, like, parents pushing you in this process, or was this mm-hmm. all, like, self-driven? Yeah, so I think that, for me, it was uh, a lot of, it was all self-driven like obviously my parents would like like uh, help me out and they would you know give me advice but it was basically pretty much self-driven 
Um, but a lot of the scholarships um, I was like nominated for by like teachers and like different coaches that I had mm-hmm. either that, or I just like researched them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that definitely it was a lot of self self drive. And I think just being around the right environment, like Plano West is hyper competitive. And I think that pushes mm-hmm. you to be hyper competitive and just like yeah. search for anything that you can find. So, yeah. And then the last thing I wanted to touch up on was COVID. You said uh-huh. it was your senior year, right? Mm-hmm. So when COVID first hit, that would have been around your spring semester, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was like, actually, I think it might've been junior spring. Mm, okay. Yeah. So like, how would, did that hit you, especially going yeah. into all the applications and stuff like that? It definitely. was interesting. I think that, um, I remember I was in my like stats class with my friends and we saw mm-hmm. like, it would be like, it stats was our last class of the day. So it would really be like a countdown until when we right. get out. We would always just goof off and like do random stuff on our phone. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting an article and it was like, oh, COVID-19, like whatever. And I was like, I was like showing them and I was like, oh, guys, look at this. Like, that's not so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then like we went to spring break and then in and spring then break, I think. Never got, went back to school. <laughs> yeah, I got announced that it was getting extended. And then, then like the rest is history. But mm-hmm. definitely was, I think, I think it was hard definitely switching like time management when you could do whatever you want the whole day. Right. Okay, a lot of things took a hit and it was senior year. Like I had senioritis probably starting senior fall, like mm-hmm. the day it started. But I think applications were at that point, I think I had everything set pretty much. So it was really okay. just writing the essays and like getting them reviewed. So I didn't, I wouldn't say I missed a lot, uh, missed a lot, a lot on that front, but mm-hmm. definitely missed seeing my friends every day. I mean, like we made up for it in meeting for like basketball and stuff. Yeah. But um, definitely, I think missed being in the classroom, being at lunch, mm-hmm. being able to like leave campus in the middle of the day yeah. and not care. So missed that. But I think overall, it was just definitely like a lot of pressure was taken off senior year for sure. Because I still signed up for a shit ton of APs. Like mm-hmm. they say you should. But it wasn't hard at all because it was. I think it was pass fail or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like the biggest thing that I hear from friends at other schools when they say they don't have off campus like lunch. Yeah, and then for us, that's like one of the staples. I don't know yeah. if y'all ever went, but El Queso. Oh, I love I would say El Queso. The Plano West staple for off campus food. El Queso and Piata. Those are like. Mm-hmm. The top. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then the last thing I have is something that you do i guess is it's called put me on so mm-hmm. any suggestions you have like or that you can put me on so like yeah. cooking movies music anything that you've heard recently so mm-hmm. if you've got anything for me right now yeah sure um let me think put you on mm, I'm, i guess i'll put you on cooking i think like I know everybody says eat chicken and rice, but mm-hmm. chicken and rice gets really boring. So I'll put you on making like, do you eat steak? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I put you on making steak, like, like buying steak and making that. Cause that really like shakes it up and like, it makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll put you on that. I'll also put you on like finding, find anabolic recipes, like high protein. Really? Low 
I'll put you on Greg Doucette. He has like great recipes. Greg Doucette. I'll make sure to look follow, him up. Follow his cookbook. He's really good. Um, uh, I think that you could you could definitely like get a lot of the fast food stuff that you like. It's mm-hmm. at home, but um, yeah, I'll put you on that. <laughs> thank you, and thank you so much for your time. I would say yeah, this has great. definitely been interesting on my end, and probably for all the other listeners out there. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm glad to be on. Yeah. And we'll see you all next episode. Yeah.